Hi there. I'm Samantha Selinger Morris, the host of Please Explain, the daily news podcast from The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald. Who robbed the British Museum and how did they get away with it? Today's episode comes from our archive and it's a conversation with Europe correspondent Rob Harris on how precious artifacts from the world's largest and possibly most prestigious history museum were stolen. We're releasing it for you today on Friday, January 5th. So, Rob, we've all seen the headlines splashed around the globe after news broke last week that arguably the most prestigious history museum was robbed. So can you tell us about the British Museum and its millions of artefacts? Yeah, well, the British Museum is this grand building not far from the centre of London. If you know Big Ben, Trafalgar Square, it's quite a short walk from there. It's the most glorious building. First built in 1753... It's nearly 300 years old. It attracts around 6-7 million visitors a year. You can get lost in there if you've seen the film Not at the Museum. It's just like that. Get a little spooky around here at night, so you might want to put a few lights on. There are little rooms everywhere you go with animals, but also collections. And this is the Hall of African Mammals. It's cute. He's quite a little ball of fun, aren't you? Dexter. Reading rooms and a beautiful cafe in the centre and of course normal exhibits that come from month to month but of course the centrepiece to me is the Elgin marbles and the Rosetta Stone, the two most famous pieces. And the most important thing of all to remember, don't let anything in or out. Out. But then a lot of items started to go missing. Okay, and so which items disappeared? Well, the items that disappeared, there are nearly 2,000 of them. I think they're still discovering, and, and we as a public are still discovering what's disappeared. They aren't key famous things that have disappeared. Most of them, in fact, all of them, as we know, were not on regular showing. They were in the archives or the storage rooms downstairs. They date back hundreds and hundreds of years Many of them are precious gemstones, rings from Roman times, gold, jewellery, stuff that has been in the archives, won't be familiar to to many people, but to researchers and archaeologists around the world, as soon as they saw them on the internet, they knew what they were. Right. And so this is where the story, in my mind, even takes a crazier turn into something that sounds like it's out of faulty towers, because... About two and a half years ago, an expert in antiquities alerted the museum that he found something curious on eBay, but then it all sort of went pear-shaped. So what did this amateur sleuth find? Well, we don't know their identity. They are a European art expert. They noticed something fishy on eBay. They were, as you do, I guess, during the pandemic it was, noticed something online and thought, this is fishy, and actually matched it with the British Museum's archives online and said, this might be the same thing. And had over you know number of years seen other items that he suspected were part of the British Museum collection, but hadn't been archived online and there were no photos of. But this was the first time the person really thought, right, something is going on here. So the item that this person found on eBay, it was a Roman cameo, is that right? That's right, that's right. It's a, a small jewel. 
I think it was going for about $40 on eBay worth up to, you know, $100,000. So great money if you can get it. Great bargain. They weren't wholly sure, but what they did is they emailed a friend of the museum and it all went from there. And so tell us what happened when this amateur sleuth emails the British Museum. Well, from reports, what we know is they went through a middleman and it was passed on. And then they were basically told, thanks, we'll have a look at it. And then didn't really hear much. Went back to their friend, said, hmm, something's going on here. I haven't heard from the museum. Maybe it's nothing or maybe perhaps it's far too embarrassing from them. Since this story has come out, we now know that at least two other people have similar stories where they've seen things on eBay. They've contacted the museum and they were in fact told by members of the museum, you've got it wrong. There's nothing going on at all. And so how were the thefts then eventually discovered? Well, this is what we're not quite sure about. There have been numerous reports that investigations were carried out and found that there was nothing going on at all. But now we know that the chairman of the museum, who is a fellow by the name of George Osborne, who some people may remember was the Chancellor of the Exchequer for a long time under Prime Minister David Cameron, he became involved when he was given one of these emails from a member of the board. He said, okay, something's going on here, we need to check. And there was an investigation that seems to have begun earlier this year and then they found, really, something was going on and there was more than 5,000 items either sort of missing, stolen or damaged. Right, which brings us to the suspect. We have to say he's still a suspect now, Peter Higgs. So can you tell us about him? Because he is the person who has been sacked, we now know, from the museum. And he is the person that this amateur sleuth has linked to a Twitter account, which was by the same handle of the person that was selling this Roman cameo on eBay. So who is Peter Higgs? Well, the man in question who's alleged to have stolen these items was a, a senior curator. They, funnily enough, matched the username on eBay to the username of his fellow Peter Higgs, the curator's Twitter handle, and they were the same handle. He's worked at the museum for more than 30 years, so you can imagine he knows every room, every nook and cranny of, of this incredible building off by heart. The British Museum in London has fired a member of staff following reports of missing items. Gold. He is the head of uh, Greek collections, sculpture, and the general Hellenistic period. If you Google him, you'll find he's been in the media a lot of times. He's been sort of that talking head. This is fired clay, terracotta, painted, sometimes gilded. You see on the TV, he's been quoted in numerous articles about the British Museum over the years. So it has come to a lot of people who work at the museum as quite a big shock. Is this guy a curator at the British Museum? Yes, I think so. That was and, 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 and this guy, our ancient artefacts went missing. And Peter Bletz, he won't even look shocked. Um... He absolutely denies the allegations against him, says he's innocent. We have heard from his son, Greg, who pretty stridently maintains his father's innocence. He says his dad's done nothing wrong. He's passionate about what he does. He's as good at his job as anyone there is. And he's totally innocent. And it's all just a big misunderstanding. We'll be right back. 
And so this sounds shocking, but it actually isn't the first time that the British Museum has been alerted to possible theft of its collections. In fact, these thefts appear to be decades in the making. Is that right? Well, things have been going missing for a long time. There was quite a well-known newspaper here, the Sunday Times, which 20 years ago sent an undercover reporter to, to work in the museum. And this undercover reporter was able to, to walk out with items and later obviously took them back and alerted the museum. And my understanding is that reporter from the Sunday Times, he or she actually walked out with part of an ancient Greek statue without being noticed. Is that right? Yeah, that, that's right. It's before my time, but uh, they actually raised it with the man in question, this fellow Peter Higgs. Fascinatingly, he was part of this story 20 years ago, and it was him who was alerted to the breaches of security. And in fact, one of the media outlets over here found that he was promoted even after the museum authorities were first alerted to missing items on his watch. And he told the reporter, I'm sure things will be found again and and it's okay, but it is chaos down here. So there has been glitches before. There are other famous thefts over many hundreds of years at the museum. But right now, I think the scale of this is like nothing they've ever seen before. Right. Okay. And so we can't discuss this robbery without mentioning the irony here, which is that the British Museum itself is under pressure to return treasures from its own collection that were originally looted from another country. For instance, Greece has renewed calls for the Parthenon marbles to be returned. And curators are now saying the artifacts will be safer in Greece's hands. So how has the museum responded? The museum has, basically since the time of George Osborne, and many museums across Britain have been sort of facing this question about colonialism, about, you know, historic items that may have been looted or may have been donated from people who bought them off people who looted them. It's always a lot more grey than people make these things out, but they have been going through their legacy for a number of years now, and there is an ongoing conversation about the Elgin marbles in particular to potentially return or or loan for a long period the items back to Greece. But they are certainly taking this very seriously and this has not helped their reputation. I mean, to say the least. And what is it doing to try and get its missing priceless artefacts back? Well, the museum's responded basically by launching, well, not only referring matters to the police, and there is a police investigation underway, there is an independent review into the museum itself and the security and and everything like that. As I said, a lot of these things have been taken, not through sort of, you might imagine in a a film where a cat burglar breaks in late at night and works their way through the laser beams to, to steal little items. A lot of these things have been taken from archives and storages, are tiny items, and they've been taken out through, you know, staff exits, et cetera, et cetera, allegedly. So they aren't concerned about general security, about big items like the marbles. If you go into the museum, you cannot miss the marbles. (laughs) And it's highly unlikely, I would suggest, that anyone could break in and take the marbles out the front door. Well, just just to be clear, how how big are they? Well, they're they're fairly big. There is a a lot of them, but they're incredibly heavy. And some of them would be quite a few metres tall and a metre or so wide. I would find it very hard, and anyone who's seen them, to think, anyone could take them out the front door. But after this, who knows? (laughs) Thank you, Rob, for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me.
Today's episode of Please Explain was produced by Julia Carcatzel. Our executive producer is Ruby Schwartz. Please Explain is a production of The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald. If you enjoy the show and want more of our journalism, subscribe to our newspapers today. It's the best way to support what we do. Search The Age or smh.com.au forward slash subscribe. I'm Samantha Selinger-Morris. This is Please Explain. Thanks for listening.